Hey everyone, I'm Bob. This is Steve. You're watching I-80 Sports, and today we are talking about the Kansas City Chiefs. When it comes to fantasy football, there's fewer more exciting teams than the Kansas City Chiefs. I see I have my throwback Jamal Charles on. <laughs> I have a, a, a vested interest in the Kansas City Chiefs. Jamal Charles, for those of you who don't watch the channel often, he was like my intro into fantasy football. I'd been playing for years and it was really when I saw him and started drafting him in drafts that I started winning championships regularly. That was probably <laughs> one of my best seasons of gambling, maybe of all time. And I bought a jersey to uh, honor him for, for putting some extra green in my pocket. You ready to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, Steve? Uh, let's talk about this. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Everyone repeat after me. Patrick Mahomes is not a lock to be quarterback one. In fact, he didn't finish there last year and he didn't finish there the year before. Still a monster. I have him 4,633 yards, 39 touchdowns, and 11 interceptions. Those are monster numbers. And I'm also adding 300 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Steve, where's he going in drafts right now as if we need to? I mean, he's the, the quarterback there. one. Quarterback one. You know, it, 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 ADP is average of 212. But like in super flex leagues, he's gone as high as the 101. The he one, did that yeah. In our, yeah, he did that in our Dynasty Devi League. But the lowest that he's been drafted is 311. He does not make it out of the third round. I need to just preface this because I've been getting some heat in some of my messages. I love Patrick Mahomes. I do. But when you're do. at the top, you need to finish number one. Like if you don't finish number one and you're the for number one draft pick, guess what? It's a disappointment. Mm. And I think there are scenarios that are going to lead Patrick Mahomes again from being the top quarterback. He's obviously in one of the top tiers for most people, but let's say he misses games. We saw him with that uh, very uncautious knee sequence back in, was that like 2019, where he heard his mm -hmm. knee was back in the next game and he, he tried to sneak the ball. And I don't want any <laughs> part of that. Maybe the run game improves. I'm projecting that. You'll see that with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire later. I think the game scripts are going to be a little different than they were last year. If Pat Mahomes doesn't need to pass every down, He's not going to. And I think any little minor little tweak, 1% less passing here, 2% better run game here is going to lead him to not be the quarterback one. I mean, he's I understand always, if he, you want to take him there. That's he, fine. That's fine. If, if, if he, if, you know, if he lands in the top three of quarterbacks, you're going to be satisfied, you know, and he's, he's just so good. He's one of the best uh, ever. He's, uh, he's the best in our generation. Our gen not Tom Brady's generation, because that's that was Tom Brady's generation. Like I, I, he was the he's the best in our modern, um, in our modern NFL right now. You know, it, people can say Lamar Jackson all they want. People can say, uh, you know, all these other young quarterbacks, but it's Mahomes. You know, the kid. I, I, I agree as far as skill. I think Patrick Mahomes is one of the most skilled of this generation. But in fantasy wise, he puts it out there too. You have Arizona, who's going to have a friendlier pass offense they're going to have a worse game scripts you're going to have dallas cowboys we saw how much they had to throw the game one of the worst defenses in the league last year i'm just saying patrick mahomes he's actually quarterback five for me this season and i still That's love fair. him i'm still going to love to watch him play i'm still going to use him in dfs when he has a great uh, game script but just not all the time for me just keep that in mind pat mahomes if you take kyler dak pat mahomes josh allen any of those guys are going to be really close and I'm just not going with a first overall pick on a quarterback. I'm not going first two rounds, yeah. probably. 
So Patrick Mahomes, I won't own any again, which is very disappointing because I love Pat Mahomes. I'm not going to have any on any fantasy rosters. All right, that's fair. Let's talk about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, someone I will have on many fantasy rosters. I have him with a bit of a bounce back season. He was running back 22 last year, which is very good for a rookie, but it was disappointing by his draft capital. He was the first five to 10 players off the board last year. Did not pay that back. Yeah, he went in a lot of first rounds. I have him with 225 rushing attempts for 1,035 yards, eight touchdowns, also adding 56 receptions on 80 targets, 420 yards, and five touchdowns. That's almost 1,500 total yards, 10 total, uh, that's bad math, 13 total touchdowns. I love Clyde Edwards Lair this season. Let me know where I can get him, Steve. Yeah, he's currently running back 14 with an ADP of 206. He's been taken as high as 107 and as low as 212. Music uh, to my ears. Yeah. Clyde Edwards Lair is my running back 11. I absolutely love him there. Again, I think they're going to be a little bit of game flow changes. Maybe Pat Mahomes doesn't need to throw the ball 900 times this year. And, <laughs> and I think Clyde Edwards Lair is going to be that beneficiary. Nothing changed in his scheme. He still is, this is an Andy Reid offense. It's still favorable to the running back. And just because it didn't happen his first year doesn't mean it's not going to happen now. A no. lot of players vacated supporting roles. And we're set again for a bell cow number. Ring the bell. Let's get some Clyde Edwards Solaire. Yeah, and there's not going to be many. Uh, there, there's not going to be a lot of backups there. I, I think Daryl Williams is still the main backup. There's no Le'Veon Bell. They, they have uh, Elijah McGuire and Jarek McKinnon. And I believe... Uh, that's I mean, just about it. So I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, you know, you said a lot of what I was gonna say that you know, um, he he didn't have a bad 2020 season, but considering that a lot of people were taking him at the end of first rounds, beginning of second rounds, you know, you were expecting more of him. I do expect him to step up. Um, I do expect him to be a top 15 running back this year. You know, and, and let's just see how the season goes. And I and I just hope that he does well. Absolutely. Now we got to talk about a couple of wide receivers. There are three that you're going to need to know in this offense, Tyreek Hill, McCole Hardman, and Demarcus Robinson. You have backups like Byron Pringle, who are very good when they need to step into that role. But for today, we're going to talk about Tyreek Hill and McCole Hardman, because that's where the fantasy value and the difference in fantasy opinion is really going to lie. Tyreek Hill, Mm -hmm. he's a stud. 1,276 yards, 15 touchdowns last season. 64.4% catch rate in a career low, actually, 14.7 yards per reception. That is ungodly. (laughs) I think last year he kind of changed his game from a burner to a true elite receiver in the league. And because of that, I have him with 125 targets, 81 receptions, 1,178 yards, and 12 touchdowns, possibly just a touch off of last year's heat. Um, I I mean, Hill is the wide receiver one. He he's um he's been drafted he's been drafted as high as 101 um especially with a lot of the Devonte news and such with the Packers which we'll talk about in in future episodes yeah. but he has gone as high as the 101 and as low as 202 and where I've been seeing him in drafts a lot of times people are taking Mahomes as the first overall pick and at 212 they're grabbing Tyreek Hill in best ball that's a great strategy stacking those two guys together I have him currently as my wide receiver five, which is actually in the second tier to DK Metcalf and Calvin Ridley, who have the shared number one spot on my current projections. I love Tyreek, but I have a hard time really giving him the juice. He's missed time over his career. He has been shut down in big spots. Let's look at the playoffs last year. No touchdowns. 
had some pretty good yardage, but he didn't get the job done in that scenario. Again, when we're talking about the best, the number one wide receiver, the number one quarterback off the board, they need to put up those numbers. I just trust Tyreek a little less than most people, and very unfortunately, I'll have to be saving him for some best ball and DFS play this season. Yeah, and you know, I alluded to it earlier, but you know, he and Kelsey are the one-two punch. But with everything with everything going on in Green Bay, I really don't see how Hill is not the first wide receiver off the board. He's been consistent for three years now, three, four years. And he, he just had, his skill is just really good, you know? And, and I mean, you're looking for that for your wide receiver one, someone who's going to be consistent. Um, I'm forgetting his age off the top of my head, but like, he's still, he's still pre 30. He still has that speed. Like, you know, if I mean, against green Bay, against 27 years old. So yes, yes, he does still have the juice, but we need to talk about another burner. And that's McCole Hardman, who may actually even be faster than Tyreek Hill. Doubt it. <laughs> My question is, do we believe McCole Hardman being the true number two on his team? Uh, probably not, because that's actually Kelsey. But what I do think McCole brings is another uh, speedster. Absolutely. Pairing him with Tyreek Hill, I mean, you got to play your safeties far back. It's going to mm-hmm. open up the field for a lot of other players. But I do think McCole Hardman will step nicely into that wide receiver really 2.5 for this team. I have him with 75 targets, 50 receptions, 792 yards, and seven touchdowns. That is a step, not a leap from his 2020 numbers. Let's see where he's going in drafts. Um, he's wide receiver 51 with an ADP of 1201, being drafted as high as 808 and as low as 1308. And this is where we're going to see some movement in the next couple of weeks, I think. McCole Hardman was supposed to be, you know, oh, he's just going to be a gadget guy. You know, he's going to return punts again and do this and that. And it's going to be, you know, Byron Pringle or Demarcus Robinson. That doesn't look to be the case. As of camp, as what we're hearing right now, he is the number two. He's going to have a chance to step in that role. Mm-hmm. I, For me, he's my wide receiver 44, and I don't like other wide receivers in that range. Currently, Claypool, Ruggs, Pittman, Hollywood Brown... I'm going to be gambling on McCole Hardman this year because we see what happens. Let's say there is an injury to Tyreek Hill. He just has even that more ceiling. I'm not going to handcuff uh, wide receivers by any means, but McCole Hardman was drafted when Tyreek Hill was in some legal issues to be the next Tyreek Hill. Let's keep mm-hmm. that in mind when we're drafting this offseason. Yeah, I'm going to spend most of my most of my time talking about the team with Hardman here because I because I have I have kind of a a stat scenario that we could see for him. So last so last season he had 62 targets. Um, 41, um, 41 receptions, five oh five sixty in yardage and four touchdowns. Now there is a, now there is a scenario. And I think that this scenario is going to be real where Miko Harmon will receive Watkins target share last season, which was 55. So let's assume that he gets the entire share and that's 117 targets with, with now 17 games. That is totally possible. And then let's take, let's take the, let's take his career average catch percentage at 65% to give him 76 receptions. And then his career yards per reception is 16.4 yards. And, and that'll give him um, 1246 yards. So let's give him, and let's give him five touchdowns. So his ceiling, this is the ceiling that I'm going to give, not the floor, the ceiling that I'm going to give for, for Miko Hardman is 117 targets, 
76 receptions, 1,246 yards, and five touchdowns. In half PPR, that comes out to 192 points. And, uh, and you know, in an offense like this, and now with a 17-game schedule, that is very realistic. Do I, you know, to, to think that he could reach those numbers? And again, this is me This is me giving him at his ceiling. You're extrapolating from last year's data, which I, which I like. That's how I make my projections. That would land him about wide receiver 20. Steve so that's his, his, his maybe his ceiling is wide receiver 20 the argument against and I I believe he's gonna have a good season but the argument against would be that last year when uh Watkins did go down it was Byron Pringle it was Demarcus Robinson who were the beneficiaries there starting camp as the wide receiver two is going to change McCall Hardman's game I don't know how much we can't really predict that much heat but I do love where he's going currently in drafts yeah yeah, and, and you know the thing is, the thing is is even though even though Hill and Kelsey will get 130 targets plus, you know it's I, I, I it's just not unrealistic to think that Hardman could receive 100 targets if he stays the number two receiver. Let's move to the real number two receiver, not the 2.5. That's Travis Kelsey. <laughs> um, Kelsey has a career season in 2020 with 1,416 yards and 11 touchdowns. And he's the king of KC. There's no denying that. And we got to treat him as such. He should be the tight end one all across the board. He's the tight end one on mine. Yeah. I mean, he's the tight end one ADP of 109. He is the only tight end that has gone as high as 101, but his low is 208. I think in our dynasty Debbie league where, where we had the super flex, I think I got lucky enough to take him in the third round. So, you know, like, this dude is just and tight end premium is going to change that because the top two guys become a little more valuable just for record's sake i have i have him out 135 targets 96 receptions just 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 under 2,000 yards i'm at 1,198 and eight touchdowns i have him tied for points with darren waller but in my rankings you'll see him above waller just for more certainty's sake waller's going to be might maybe just slightly more touchdown dependent but these are both guys who can be number one targets on their team in their respective offense yeah and uh like uh, in a lot of the mock drafts that i've been doing he has not kelsey has not fallen past 108 i highly recommend that you that you try to target waller Pitts, um kittle hot or hawkinson in the later rounds because you're going to be more like to get them than you would with Travis Kelsey. I like I'm all for tight end position advantage and grabbing one of the big five, but grabbing one of the big five in the first round, like I won't do that right now. I think I actually would. Um, and it's because the, the points advantage is just going to be so much. We're talking, you know, Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, 12 or 13 points per game. Um, next, you get to, you know, tight end 12 or 13. You're talking seven points per game, six points per game. So that six points is going to make up for the difference between running back 12 and running back 20. So for me, I, I love the strategy this year of taking one of these tight ends. But if you can't get Kelsey or Waller, just just let them slip and, and go late. I love Travis Kelsey, and I will let the whole fantasy world know that. He <laughs> is the one uh, chief that I have ranked as the number one. Yeah. The number one. All right. Looks like we're done here. We had uh, agreed on quite a bit on this uh, Kansas City Chiefs show. Again, we love these guys. 
It's just when you're ranked the one, number one quarterback, the number one wide receiver, the number one tight end, some of these guys we got to drop. So we gave yeah. that information to you. You can find all our projections and our cheat sheet at i80sports.com, youtube.com backslash i80sports. We're on every major podcast platform. Thank you for joining us and thank you for watching i80sports. 